Hello, what is up guys? Eman from Peso Smart Page here. Welcome sa panibagong episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today's stock market update ulit tayo. First up natin ay isang article galing sa Business World, SEC Flags Gaza's Digital Currency CN Coin. So, related to no sa cryptocurrency. So, please, please, please don't buy this shitcoin okay? and like any other shitcoins out there in the market. So, mas okay na bumili kayo ng mga fundamentally sound na projects na merong talagang use cases and merong kumaga place sa future natin, no? So yun, the Securities Exchange and uh, Exchange Commission SEC flagged CN Coin, which is an unregistered digital currency promising big returns with Christian Albert Gaza or CN Gaza as the sole issuer. So yeah, CN Coin is said to be centralized, so hindi siya decentralized, no? Kasi syempre, karamihan lang nito ng mga CN Coin is syempre, uh, inoon ni CN Gaza. And then ano lang ito, irarag po lang niya kapag marami nang bumili and then tumasa ng counting prices, bibenta niya lahat ng coins niya and then wala na. Uh, essentially, maging worthless na ulit no, itong coin na to. So, please lang na, no, reminder ulit, huwag kayong bumili nito and if like, uh, iniisip nyo na merong opportunity to make money, siguro may ilang, you know, uh, kikita dito but I don't think it's worth the risk and yeah, just just don't do it. So, kung i-dip nyo yung toast nyo, no? kung ito yung una yung bibili na, na crypto, don't. Just just don't. And yeah, kung gusto nyo i-dip yung toast sa cryptocurrency market, just go for for Bitcoin. DCA kayo, lalo ngayon medyo pupabay yung trend. No? So, bearish yung trend. So, magandang opportunity to dollar cost average kasi medyo pupabay yung prices. Same thing sa Ethereum. And then, other projects na maganda na siguro tingnan nyo yung nasa top 10. No? So sa ngayon uh, Cardano maganda rin 'yun parang hedge siya sa sa Ethereum kasi parang you know similar yung ginagawa nila similar yung use cases sila with smart contracts and all that. So yun, uh, yun yung mga marerecommend ko sa inyo no na pwedeng yung tingnan or i-research na mga projects. And again, I can't stress this enough. Please do not buy this CN coin, okay? Next one, SEC ulit, no? ba- they back uh, the easing of bank secrecy law. So, di ba meron tayong ng bank secrecy law dito sa Philippines? So, the SEC is backing the amendment of the Republic Act number no. 1405 or the Secrecy of Bank Deposits Law to further strengthen its efforts against dirty money, tax evasion, and other financial crimes. So, yeah, friendly reminder lang na lagi nyo declare no? yung mga, lalo na yung mga nagkikrypto dyan na you have to pay your taxes. So, just contact an accountant, siguro kaibigan nyo nung college na accountant, and kung, kung sino man nakakilala nyo, para alam nyo no, kung magkano yung i-declare nyo sa income tax return nyo para hindi nyo na maging problema to in the future lalo na kapag medyo lumalaki na yung mga kinikita nyo sa crypto so such provisions will lift a long-standing barrier to effective investigation and prosecution of financial crimes so yun naman basically yung gusto nyo gusto lang gawin, no? kasi Siyempre, yun, yung crypto kasi parang na-under rin siya na parang na-co-correlate siya no? sa dirty money, sa money laundering, sa pag-finance ng mga terrorist, and hindi naman talaga yun yung goal ng mga cryptocurrency. Although yes, may mga nangyayaring ganun transaction, pero hindi lahat. So, siyempre, itong mga centralized, uh, itong mga centralized tawag dito, institutions, yun yung gusto nila maging narrative. Para, syempre, hindi, kumbaga, pansinin ng tao or matakot yung tao, no? Uh, to invest in cryptocurrencies. But, um, I think, 
I think ako din no personally for me before ganun din yung pananaw ko kasi like syempre we we ano we kind of trust the system kasi it it works like for for the longest time but in essence and in reality it doesn't really work that well and it just benefits a small amount of people so diba like yes uh sabihin natin diba Philippines democracy siya diba but uh yung yung kumbaga parang example botohan naman nadadaya pa din siya and i think yung blockchain nga pwede mo siyang i-apply no dito sa ano sa voting and yun talaga yung tunay na democracy kasi walang kumbaga central or walang uh, walang isang tower institution na pinakamakapangyarihan or andun lang lahat ng power so inyong yun inyong yun general idea talaga ng blockchain at ng mga crypto so yun uh, gusto lang nila tong gawin para nga in ma eliminate yung mga ano yung mga an yung mga money laundering and yung mga dirty money like you know uh, coming in and out of the Philippines Alright, so sa mga business naman tayo, Lopez Holdings income slips as business units falter. So yung Lopez Holdings, sila yung kumbaga malaking stockholder ng ABS-CBN. And we all know naman yung ABS-CBN is not really doing good since na-deny yung kanilang franchise. So nag-generate sila ng 613 million in attributable income to equity holders of the parent in the January to March period. So first quarter yan ng 2021, down by 47%. So ang laki nung binaba. And then, uh, sa kanila din yung FPH, no? yung First Philippine Holdings Corporation, uh, ano rin siya, uh, stock din siya sa PSE. So, listed din siya sa PSE. FPH. So, yun. Uh, yan, di ba? Uh, meron silang 7% growth in net income noong first quarter. However, nag-decline daw yung top line by 5%. But th- that uh, doesn't really hindi naman talaga siya sobrang laking factor no, dun sa losses ng Lopez Holdings. Ang malaking factor dyan is yung ABS-CBN. So, 1.95 mil- billion, sorry, 1.95 billion loss no, yung kanilang uh, natala for the first quarter of 2021. So, nearly twice it's 763 million loss last year. So, revenues fell by 55% to 3.92 billion from 8.64 billion. So, grabe. Ang laki. Ang laki talaga nung effect, no? Nung natanggal or na-deny yung renewal ng franchise ng ABS-CBN. Alright. So, tingnan naman natin yung status no, ng stocks ng Lopez. So, LPZ yung kanilang stock code. So, as you can see here. So, tingnan natin. Capture natin nung bago mag-pandemic. So, here we are. Feb, di ba? Ayan. Then, it went to hell. Lahat naman ng stock. And then, ito, lalo pa silang nag, uh, bumaba. Kasi nga, uh, yung holding sila, yung pinamalaki is like ABS-CBN. And then, yung parang pinamalaking income generator then for this particular holdings company. So, nung na-deny yung franchise, di ba? Ayan. Bumaba din ng bumaba yung stock prices nila. And then, Uh, neto kasi may parang nagkaroon ng good news eh by the end of 2020 yung parang partnerships ng ABS-CBN so may mga magkikerry na ano until now naman yun parang yung parang agreement so may mga partners sila na magkikerry ng mga previous parang biggest shows nila like yung Showtime yung uh, yung kay Cardo yung Provinciano ba diba? so yun and then yan naging steady lang siya din bumaba ng konti ulit dito tapos ngayon parang medyo pababa siya pababa yung trend 
So yun, uh, walang last traded price. I'm not sure why. Pero tingnan lang natin dito. Nasa 3.2 nag-open, nag-close. Uh, 3.2 pa din. So yeah. So financial reports naman. As, as you can see here, December 31. This is in millions. So may gang billions to mga to. So multiply mo lang sa 1 million or magdadagdag ka ng 6-0. So net uh, losses nga nila is 2.6 billion pesos. And then for the first quarter ng 2021. Ayan. Uh, may income na kong pala sila. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. That's a good sign. So 613 million pesos. Wait, yeah, 613 million. Tama. Multiply mo lang ito sa, ane, sa 1 million. So at least kumita pa rin sila. I mean, kumita sila for the first quarter of uh, 2021. And malaking uh, contributor dyan is yung FPH nga. And ito naman, FPH, First Philippine Holdings Corporation. So 68.75 yung last traded price niya. So nakarecover na siya no, from the pandemic. Pero hindi ganun ka-significant. Although yan, di ba? Dito nag-80 na ulit siya. So, kung bumili ka nung, nung nag-crash yung market, nung nag-start yung COVID, then medyo kumita ka na dito. O nakapagbenta ka dito sa top na to. Pero syempre, mahirap namang gawin yun. And then ngayon, titrade na lang siya around 60-ish. So, almost 70. So, I think, yeah, that's pretty good pa rin. Maganda pa rin performance ng stock na to. And then, for 2020, uh, millions ulit to. So, nasa billions. Net income nila, 9.8. So, hindi masyado na maapektuhan no, nung COVID yung kanilang income. Although, yes, 3 billion pa rin yung nabawas. But yeah, still, they're still making some money. And then, for the first quarter of 2021, we have here 3.4. Lumaki pa, no? Com compared to last year. So, that's that's good. That's good for this company. Although, yung gross rev is bumaba ng almost 2 billion Bumaba din naman yung kanilang expenses. Since yun, because of COVID nga din, di ba? Kasi like yung mga office spaces, medyo natanggal yan, no? Uh, same thing same thing sa ibang mga companies. Like hindi na sila, kumbaga wala na sa expenses nila, no? Yung rent for the offices. Kasi almost everyone, kung, kung if possible, nag-work from home na lang. Next up, former broadcast giant ABS 7 continues to bleed. So as we all know nga, di ba? Nandiyan na yung franchise nila. That's why this is happening. So, they're continuing to seek partnerships with other companies that would allow to air its content nationwide after it incurred significant losses in 2020 and the first three months of 2021. So, attributable net loss for 2020 was at 13.46 billion pesos compared to the previous year's 1.62 billion. So, grabe, ang laki. Consolidated revenues declined 50%. So, from 42.83 billion, naging 21.42 billion na lang nung 2020. Grabe. Grabe talaga yung effect. Okay, uh, let's skip the article here. Let's look at the stock info. So, as I've said, no, same thing dun sa nangyari sa, what do you call this, sa Lopez Holdings. Like, by the end of 2020, nung nag-catch up no, yung, yung news, Karabi talaga yung ano nila. Yung losses. Nung sa 20-ish sila. And then, nung March, hindi nga siya sobrang nag-crash eh. Diba? Although yes, like from 24 to like 16. I mean, if if you were like an investor or a trader, this is a good buy. However, if you're updated in sa news, no? You wouldn't buy this stock at this current price point. Kasi, 
parang it's looming na no yung yung parang renewal ng franchise sila so and yun nga uh, like nitong July na deny then grabe nag bottom dito 7 point something i think nag 5 pa nga siya or i think i was wrong siguro 6 something yeah 6 something lang and then no nagkaroon nga ng good news na may magpi-pick up na ng mga ng mga show sila na partners then yun medyo tumaas ulit siya so Kung nakabili ka dito sa bottom na to, kahit, kahit mga 7 lang, so kumita ka na rin, nasa 11. However, ako personally for me, I didn't buy this. Even though ito, although I was I was looking into buying it around 5 pesos pa baba, yun yung parang sweet spot sa akin or like yun yung, ano ko, yun yung target price ko but hindi siya bumaba at 5 or hindi man lang siya nakatapak sa 5-ish pesos level. So hindi ako nakabili. But yeah, nag, nag-set ako ng mga limit orders uh, back, uh, back then last year. Kaso nga, hindi nga, hindi siya, hindi siya na-fill. Pero yeah, ba imagine, nakabili ka 7, and then dito, grabe, tumas, 15, 16, and then nabenta mo, na ano, almost na double more than na double pera mo. But yeah, anyway, uh, currently, I still wouldn't buy their stock. Uh, I'm still sticking with uh, GME7 since they are, you know, they have the franchise now, and it's like secured for the next 25 years. And I don't think that will change anytime soon. Although yes, kapag ka bumalik yung franchise na ABS-CBN, medyo bababa talaga yung stock prices ng GME7 and then bababa din yung income. But still, I'm still sticking with with uh, that particular company, with that particular network. Then financial reports. Silipin na rin natin 2020. Yun nga, medyo malaki yung dagok sa kanila. Nasa 13.5 billion pesos yung kanilang losses. So in thousands, so okay, ah... Uh, just to be clear, this is in thousands. So, even though this is like 13.5 million lang, no? Iwong multiply mo sa 1,000 or mag-add ka ng 3 zeros. So, this is 13.5 billion with a B billion pesos, okay? And then, so for the first quarter of uh, 2021, same thing. This is in thousands. Add 3 zeros, multiply by 1,000. So, net losses nila. Negative, syempre, 1.9 billion pesos. So, ang laki ng difference, di ba? So, yung expenses nila is mga din. Then, since yun nga, di ba, marami na lang na layoff na, na employees yung ABS-7, which is really sad. And then, sila yung kumbaga na ipet no, dito sa parang parang feud na to with like the government and the, and the network. So, ayun. So, 8 billion yung gross rev for 2020. And then for 2021, naging 3.9 na lang. Next up is San Miguel spends 14 billion pesos for pandemic relief plans, Bulacan Medical Facility. So this is pretty good news for San Miguel. And nadami nilang ganitong programs, no? And yun nga, ba? Sinabi rin ni Ramon Ang na mas mahalaga yung buhay ng tao compared to like making money. Kasi we can, we can always make more money in the future. But currently, lalo na nag-start yung pandemic, diba? Uh, our main focus is to like save, like save lives and... Like, to prevent anyone from, you know, getting sick. And, syempre, prevent their employees to to become unemployed. Kasi, uh, these people, uh, yung mga leaders ng company, they they understand na, na, hindi ka, you know, makaka-recover from this, from this, uh, from this dip or dito sa, kumbaga, parang losses. Short-term losses lang din naman. If wala yung employees mo. So, it's better to keep them. And, like, you know, dip dun sa mga parang ipon no? dun sa retained earnings yun, dun sa capital nyo instead of like uh, yes, we, we can save money now 
and then like uh, I don't know rehire ka na lang in the future so uh, ano, parang parang hassle yun sa nila so yun are they, they just retain uh, their employees so that's pretty that's pretty good so yeah Uh, sinabi nila nung Tuesday that the company had spent more than 14 billion pesos in relief efforts to help employees and communities during the pandemic. And yun. Uh, the company added that it is spending about 1 billion pesos on a vaccination program for around 70,000 of its employees and their families as well as some of its business partners. So solid, no? So AstraZeneca and Moderna vaccines yung kanilang uh, kapartner dito. So yun yung matatagap na kanilang employees. And then SMC added that its Aerotropolis project in Bulacan will include a medical facility as the company looks to partner with the educational institutions abroad. So that's pretty much it for for SMC naman. So yeah, this is this is really good for them. Although yes, magandang publicity for them, but it's really nice that they're they're doing this. Next up naman, CLI to develop 20 billion techno business park. So ang ganda no, ng mga news and ang ganda ng mga developments for CLI. Although I sold the, the stocks of CLI na. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm still bullish dito sa, sa company na to. They're doing really good and marami silang projects na nakukuha. And lalo na to, no, 20 billion pesos no, na techno business park. This is in Cebu by the way. So yeah, uh, the PRA or Philippine Reclamation Authority has approved the 100-hectare reclamation project in Cebu, paving the way for the Cebu Land Masters Incorporated to develop a 20 billion techno business park in the area. So parang yung ano lang, no? yung sa MOA, like yung sa side nun, sa Manila Bay. Ganun din to eh, uh, like similar project kasi diba reclamation din yung ginawa nung, nung SM naman for, for that area. So yeah, um... I don't think sobrang halaga naman ng like, specifics. I think ito lang. Ito lang talaga pinakamalik. <laughs> 20 billion techno business park. So, that's solid. That's that's good. That's good money for for the company. And yeah. Uh, mas making stable pa or like magi-increase pa lalo yung kanilang income in the future because of this particular project. And yan. Uh, by the way, nag-announce na ng ex-dividend date, no? For, uh, the, for the dividend stock na ibibigay ng or stock dividend na ibibigay na si Bulland Masters. So that is on June 15. So i-upload ko itong video na to or itong episode na to on June 14. So you have to buy on June 14 para makapag-qualify ka dito. Kasi ko on June 15 ka na bumili, hindi ka na makakuha na itong 123% na stock dividend. Please, I hope that's clear. <laughs> okay? June 14 dapat makabili ka na. So today, today dapat makabili ka na. Alright? Para mag-qualify ka dito. And then yung stock data naman nila. Let's see. Yan, medyo pataas na siya. Dapat kasi, kasi talagang good news. And then yun nga. Uh, nag-announce sila ng X date for for their stock dividend. So, yun, medyo tumaas din yung prices. So, 7.13 yung stock prices ng CLI. So, that's solid. Dito, June lang. A year ago. Grabe halos. Almost na-double na rin yung pera mo. That's solid. That's solid. Financial reports 2020 income so retained earnings 6 billion so walang ano dito no walang special instructions net income is 1.8 billion pesos ganda ganda sa so, laki na agad nung kinita nila for 2021 like nasa 7. Uh, 7.8 no hindi mali hindi pala 7 sinasabi ko 725 713 million pesos So, and, andaling ma-replicate ito and 
kung tama yung forecast na sa 3 billion no yung kikita nila for this year 2.8 2.9 or 3 billion so yeah ganda magandang magandang pangitain to for uh, CLI holders out there next one JG Summit FDC Forge Airport ownership deal so yan listed companies JG Summit Holdings and Philinvest Development Corp so yung kanilang Mga stock codes are JGS and FDC have entered a shareholders agreement which laid out their ownership interest in Luzon International Premier Airport Development Corporation or LIPAD. So separate disclosures yung binigay nila sa PSE. So yung stake ng FDC is around 42.5%. Yung stake naman ng JGS is around 33%. So, yun lang talaga yung, ano, yung essence itong article na to. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty good news for JGS and for FDC. Next up, CMVP si nag-step down na as president, CEO of PLDT. However, he will stay as the chairman of the company. So, yun, di ba? Uh, Mag-step mag down na nga si MVP and then ang bagong CEO na ng PLDT is si Alfredo S. Panlilio. And yun nga, uh, si Si Mr. Panglian remains as chairman of the company. Mr. Panilio is also president and CEO of PLDT Unit, Smart Communications Incorporated. So, magtitake over na rin siya sa PLDT. And siya rin yung, ano, siya rin yung leader, si Panilio, then yung leader ng Smart. So, diba? Sabi ni MVP, I will continue to be your chairman. And as such, I will always follow the affairs and fortunes of our company with profound interest. So, wala naman talagang sobrang magbabago, no? And I think, like, itutuloy lang ni, ano, ni Pandilio yung, you know, yung, kumbaga, seeds na tenem ni, ni MVP for this company. And siya pa rin naman yung chairman, so, is still part of the executive team. So, yeah, hindi naman siya malaking impact, no, for, for the company. Next one, PLDT, DNR, team up for e-waste collection. So, some, some good news ulit, no, for Smart and PLDT. So yung ano yung Smart at PLDT nga said on Friday that they have signed a deal with Environment Department to launch an initiative to collect electronic waste from cell sites and offices. So yeah, yun lang din yung essence nitong ano nitong article na to. So that's pretty good good for for both companies then. And ito another telecom news. So Dito says it has nearly 900,000 subscribers. So if may nakapag-try na sa inyo ng Dito, let me know sa comment section down below of kung ano yung experience niyo. Kasi I've been reading some reviews online and I'm not sure if accurate yun or like island talaga nila sa Dito. But yeah, uh, I've been hearing some mixed reviews but mostly bad. Like uh mahirap daw, mahirap na signal and all that, mabagal daw but anyway, uh I haven't tried it yet so I can't really like give my opinion about it. So yeah, let me know sa comment section down below if na-try nyo na. So yun, dito, Telecommunity Corp is aiming to reach a million subscribers soon after connecting about na 890,000 subscribers as of Thursday. So last week Thursday yun. So yun, uh, dito aims of 30% share of the market. Grabe. Huh, that is, that is very ambitious. But, mm, is it possible? I think yes. But, would it be possible in the next five to ten years mm, i don't think so but yeah that's just my opinion multinational company nokia corp last month announced that dito had chosen a firm to deploy 50 nation five or 5g services in mindanao okay so i think yung yung maging kumbaga magandang market nila is yun nga yung uh yung parang rural areas or like remote areas. I'm not sure kung 
like that's feasible for them but same thing sa ginagawa nung ano diba nung converge like ang laki nung market share na nakuha nila agad because yun yung target market nila is like yung places na hard to reach for like fiber you know connection so i think i don't know kung yung making plan dito but uh, i think that's that's a pretty feasible business strategy for them or like marketing strategy or like sales strategy then yun tingnan natin yung stocks nandito so medyo na rug pull na to no? <laughs> like in as i've said before kunanod ka ng mga episodes ko like no nag top yung market na reach yung yung taas ang daming may mga executive sila na nagbenta rin ng stock so I don't really trust the you know the leadership for this company. That's why I'm not very very bullish then no? on this parang projection nila na market share na 30%. Mm, I'm not sure about that. But yeah, uh, that's possible nga, as I've said, but it's really hard to execute. And yeah, that's just the reality of it. So in dito na rug pull na around 1760 nagbenta sila ano, sila sila Dennis Uy and then yung iba, iba niya executive so yeah pinagkakitaan nila ulit and then like nung nag-bottom I think uh, I don't know like 10, 9 yan bumili ulit sila <laughs> so yeah that's, that's really weird and ito pa ano ito kasi parang na-anticipate yung launch nung ano eh nung kanilang product nung dito mismo so yung mga sim nila and all that at this time around this time and then yun nga sobrang nag-dip yung ano nung official launch na sobrang nag-dip nung ng stocks nila. And kasi nga, yun nga, na news na nagbenta yung executives sila at the top. Which is, ah, I don't like that. <laughs> Di ba kung, ako, personally for me, kung magkaroon ng company and then, like, I, of course, if, if I have a company, I have, I have stocks of that particular company. And if I trust what we do, and if I believe in the company and in the future, I won't sell the stock. I mean, I won't sell my, my stocks. It, ina-apply ko nga rin yung sa, ano eh, sa, sa scenario ko currently na I have, you know, I have stocks that I own that I believe na magiging successful. Well, successful na sila currently and then mas magiging successful pa sila in the future and they will just continue doing that over and over again in the coming years, in the coming decades. So, I'm not selling my stocks. Ito, e, <laughs> yung executive nila, they, you know, ano na to eh, syempre, parang mentality na din na, ah, ano, mag-take profit na kami and then pwede na kami mag-buy ba kapag ka nag-correction. So, ah, I don't like that. You're taking advantage, but what do I know, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's just my opinion about about this uh, about this matter. So, yeah. Uh, currently, personally, I don't own Dito stock, so. And then, ito pa yung isang hindi ko gusto, no? Uh, medyo, medyo bumaba yung kanilang uh, income. <laughs> so, that's not good. And for the the past five years, 2020 pa lang sila nagkaroon ng positive na na books na income. So, malaki naman, no? So, negative 34 million yung losses nila noong 2019. Naging 71 million yung kanilang income for 2020. And then, 2021 is not looking good for them. Kasi, first quarter ng 2020, 27 million yung kinitan nila. And then, for the first quarter of 2021, 8 million na lang yan. So, we're not sure kung bababa pa yan or like maka-recover sila. But hopefully, maka-recover naman kahit pa paano. Say we don't want like the business naman to like, you know, go out, go out of business. But yeah. Next one, Globe partners with Telos AT&T for 5G roaming in Canada and the US. So, Globe Telecom announced on Thursday that it is, it is working with Telos Corp in Canada and AT&T in the United States to roll out 5G roaming services this month. So, this is pretty big for Globe. 
and then city core to make 30 megawatts available for green energy option program so and dami na talaga no switch sa sa you know green movement uh, especially sa source of sources of energy no? so mga renewables so the city city core power incorporated said it over the weekend that it plans to dedicate an initial 30 megawatts from its solar portfolio for the government's green energy option program so marami na ring like members ito no nitong geop na to so marami parang kumbaga nag-avail nitong program na to uh, kasama na diyan yung ASEN syempre and then like yung uh, AP so marami na so city corp previously said that its subsidiary city corp solar energy corp signed a deal with ayala led ac energy corp which is yung asen nga to build a 50 megawatts photovoltaic what the hell is that word photovoltaic 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 okay Alright, so nakuha na natin yung pronunciation. So, 50 megawatt photovoltaic solar facility in Arayat and Mexico, Pampanga. So, the plant is expected to go online this November. Next up, AC Energy converts advances into equity in one subic power. So, ILLED AC Energy Corp. will subscribe to 33.49 million common shares in its wholly owned one subic power generation corporation as the listed company's executive committee cleared the conversion of its advances into equity. So, AC Energy said its executive committee approved the conversion of, into shares of 680 billion. It advanced to the unit. So, it said that the move retains 100% effective ownership in one subic power. So, itong uh, one subic power uh, diesel, diesel power plant siya. No? Then next up, so yung shell rin, no? nag-convert na, nag na to, to renewables. So, I think that's pretty solid for, for these uh, energy firms, for these uh, energy companies here sa Philippines. So, yung, ano kasi, yung shell, uh, naging import terminal na no? yung kanilang, kanilang power plant or like oil refinery dito sa Tabang Tabanggao uh, terminal dati Tabanggao ano yun eh, refinery and then yun nga nag-import uh, import terminal na siya kasi nag-shift yung kanilang focus kasi mawamata yung company if like mag-focus pa rin sila sa ano sa refinery sa gas sa petrol so yeah the solar farm which has been supplying power to the oil company's import facility since december is owned by the listed firm for its own use the facility is made up of 5220 panels with a peak capacity of 1.8 megawatts direct current so yeah that's that's solid no even though sa kanil, sila lang din yung gumagamit nitong uh, solar power na to like malaking tipid to syempre initial investment is like big but malaking tipid to for the company and medyo mababawasan yung expenses nila moving forward then next up two more firms join green energy option program so and damin talaga di ba sabi ko naman sa inyo so the doe or department of energy has authorized two more suppliers of renewable energy to participate in the government's green energy option program or geop bring up the number of eligible firms to 12 so and dami na so andyan yung shell di ba uh, we mentioned earlier and then green core geothermal and then yan yan yung mga sasali dito sa dito sa program na ito. The two firms joined 10 renewable energy suppliers that were previously announced as qualified to join the program and were awarded GEOP operating permits by the DOE. So that this is a very good development for all of them. So yeah, this is, this is a win for, for everyone. 
Then, last article na itatakil natin from Business World, Ayala Land swaps properties for shares in Airit. I, I don't think nabalitaan, well, if ninyo nabalitaan before, ginawa na rin nila ito, no? So, nagsaswap lang sila ng shares ng Airit. And then, like, properties yung bibigay na Ayala Land. So, yan. Uh, Na-execute na nila yung deed of exchange for the property for share swap transaction with its real estate investment trust, Airit Incorporated. Both listed companies told the exchange on Wednesday. So, yung transaction will issue Ayala Land and its subsidiaries, Westview Commercial Ventures Corporation and Glensworth Development Incorporated. So, 483 million primary common shares of Airit at 32 pesos a piece in exchange for Ayala's, Ayala Land's properties valued at 15.46 billion altogether. So, grabe yung laking pera nun, no? Kano nga ba yung prices ng Airit? So, we have here 36. So, grabe yung mura nila makukuha din, <laughs> So, 32 lang nila kukunin. E nasa 36 na yung Airit. Pero syempre, like, they're, ano naman, they're sister company. So, doesn't really matter. And before we end, let's check, no, yung mga upcoming uh, companies or stocks na merong ex-dividend date or ex-dates this June. So, I will upload this video on June 14. So, dapat, like, June 15 pataas yung, ano, yung ex-date ng mga bibili yung companies. So, ito, hindi na to pwede. Yung first gen is out of the window. So, pwede pa rin yung mga SMC, no? So, yung mga San Miguel stocks, pwede pa rin kayo humabol dyan if, if gusto nyo. And then, same thing sa LT Group. Actually, I think di ko to nasama, no? Dun sa list ko na nirelease before mag-June. Kasi, like, late sila nag-announce. So, June 22 for LT Group. And then, yung Cebu Landmasters nga, no? CLI, pwede pa rin kayo kumuha today. Today lang, no? Kasi June 15 na yung ex-date. Then, DNL Industries, Alsons Consolidated. So, matatagal pa naman itong mga to. So, you have a lot of time. And then, yung SMC mismo, common shares nila. City and Land Developers. And then, dalawang GT Capital na preferred stocks. There you have it, guys. We are gonna end the episode here. Sana may natutunan kayo and fumabot kayo at the end of this episode. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Follow nyo rin ako sa mga social media platform ko. TikTok, I post there daily. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at M1PSPH. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more of my content, be sure to leave a rating, give a like, share it, and subscribe. Your feedback is always welcome and appreciated. And remember, be pesa smart. See ya.